1: I drove all the way down to Meridian today and got this fucking Prius. I don't know what to think about it. Honestly, I don't.
2: What made you want to do that?
1: I was telling you, you know my car had the, those mechanical issues and whatnot,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and my brother's like, dude, let's trade for a little while. You can drive the Prius.
2: Oh, so you didn't, like, go
1: to a lot and buy one? No, no Not is, a trade-in? No, this is this is me and my brother swapping up. Okay, okay. And he's going to fix the Subaru, and I'm going to do, like, the little stuff to his, like, maintain it. Like, I ordered a radio for it today. Uh, I'm going to put a K&N air filter in it. You know, just keep it maintained, basically.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah. That uh this was oh, not so much of a recent thing now. It's kinda of been going on since I got the truck back from the wreck. Um it went out about a
1: month after the radio did. The radio did? Yeah. I've heard of things like that. Like his didn't his Bluetooth quit working.
2: This is like,
1: like the, his r- FM still like works. My my backup
2: cam yeah. works. The radio works. There's no sound. No sound? Oh. And, you know, like, it'll pop. So I was like, that's probably the amplifier in the radio. just probably need to replace the radio. Yeah. But I know, and it's weird.
1: Does yours have a factory amplifier?
2: I don't know. I, I, if, if it does, it's part of that radio. Cause I got, yeah, it's
1: built in the back.
2: Yeah, Which I highly doubt it. I, I mean, not that, dude. I was... I took off every door panel, and I got the ohm meter out and I checked each speaker. And then are I, they
1: getting power?
2: Yeah, and then okay. I, and then I checked uh, continuity on both ends. Yeah, I was like, got to be the radio, got to be.
1: be, yeah. I mean, you can. I was. I've been searching for dash kits ever since I got back to Columbus with that Prius.
2: Oh, you ain't gonna put factory back.
1: Hell no! I'm going to aftermarket. Got me a double din Apple CarPlay coming. Cause give you me know, just a second, I'll have you. I'm a I'm a bougie ass bitch. Well spoken. My brother's been uh been driving that thing without a radio for fucking no telling how long. I'm that way. You know, like. He just don't even give a shit. He's like, whatever. You know, most
2: things I don't give a crap on, man. Like, if I bust a hole in my jeans as long as it ain't, like, in my crotch. In your crotchal area? man. if it, you know. Whatever. I ain't, I ain't sweating it. Yeah. And even like them, I'll probably wear around the house. I ain't gonna throw it.
1: There, there's comfort in some jeans that you've been wearing for years. Man, I got some that I've had for a decade. Some Carhartts. Mm. They feel like Pajama pants
2: It's true man You can break And Carhartt's got that uh, That triple thread It's hard to blow those seams. that out. lets
1: you know How long I've had those pants For them to feel like Pajama pants mm-hmm. too
2: Yeah I, they, I, they don't
1: really fit So well anymore You know they're a little large These I don't, days
2: I don't wear but three Brands of jeans I wear uh, Levi's Wranglers And uh, Carhartt I got you And uh, I blow them all out in the crotch every time that's what they all blow out there you know most durable definitely gonna say
1: carhartt try uh, dude i've been using the the cheaper like version of carhartt at a tractor supply Mm -hmm. like richmond mountain or something i got
2: some of them in my closet man dude i dig them i dig them I noticed, like, the fabric, it was a little bit more comfortable. And they're, like. Looks 10, like it could breathe better, too. They're, like,
1: 10 to $15 a pair, That's too. right, So yeah. if you mess them up, you're only out 10 or $15.
2: Yeah. I used to like rocking them. Uh, I had me some Dickie uh, overalls. Mm-hmm. Dickies are pretty cheap.
1: Yeah. I wear some Dickie shorts now. Because, man, shops be hot, dude. Shops be hot. Shops be hot. Those days are over, though. Nah, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. That might be what I do at first when I go up to Memphis, just because it's quick, and I know they're hiring, you know? hmm And it's a nut job I know I can get. I got all the tools I need for it. Oh, at the uh, you had to buy your own at uh, Carl Hogan? Yeah, I had my I had to get well. I had my own tools going in because I had to have them down where I was in Meridian. Man, I'm spolt at uh, my job now. They provide be, your tools.
2: Anything I request, really? I got, I got me a brand new metal detector coming. Be ordering just some crazy off the wall. No, I don't do off the wall stuff. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I got a, uh, but like. From my previous job, you had to buy all your
1: tools. Yeah, that's the way it was when I was machining.
2: Mm hmm And um, I would always, when I quit that job, I'd give those tools to my brother most of the time. My my brother's like a tool nut. Yeah. And um, that dude will go through your tool bag like your sister will, your closet looking for a shirt, or a younger brother, you know? Like uh, that dude will same with the tackle box you gotta watch <laughs> like, it.
1: man you got any more of them chartreuse uh, what are they I don't remember enough about fishing lures to sound uh-huh. intelligent on it so I remembered chartreuse man when I I tell you like it's like this and I'm thinking about so it I'm,
2: I'm working on it dude yeah you're good Um, when I go fishing now I don't even I don't even own a reel and rod anymore I don't know what like I don't know what happened to it, but uh, I mean, my brother might have got it. I don't know. Might have. Um,
1: I know I left mine at a friend's house years ago. Left one of my good like Abu Garcia baitcasters at her house because she lived at Tangle in Tanglewood. Yeah, and that that thing's gone, long gone.
2: Yeah, man, I've uh, I've had a thief for uh, just around me for some time, man. He's like. That tackle box—if you flip it open, there ain't no
1: good stuff in there. Like all that's left in that box is the stuff that nobody wants. Yeah, just the just the, just like some uh, some like, what are they? Earthworm, colored rubber worms. I think they call
2: that oil. I don't remember. Yeah, all oil, the- oil. <laughs>
1: all I remember. Yeah, I think you, I think you are right. I think it is oil.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, dude, it's been so long you know uh
1: you know i've caught some fish on them brown ass fucking, i have too you know, i was about I've to say my fish. favorite
2: worm was a pumpkin with a sartre's tail yeah that, that was a good
1: one that was a good one
3: yeah
2: U-tails. yeah man fishing
1: Dude, <laughs> you know we always mess up you know how we mess up how's that we don't ever introduce the show yahtzee ha, <laughs> gotcha
3: Simply says this: the All of our loved
1: ones and Jesus were to come tonight. Before you and I, you can hear the gospel, and you don't feel anything, then you are in your most
3: dangerous position.
2: And you called it yeah all right
1: so uh the opening was about cars and car radios and fishing fishing so nice. uh <laughs> well i walk in to some some ambient you know let's get it on lighting and i'm like alan what is going on in here man well, like, what am i coming into yeah. <laughs> i've I never thought about that like most most time we're recording there i always had that yeah that ever had the aurora on over our
2: head yeah
1: but it's kind of a hotter day. Yeah, and, uh,
2: that thing puts out a lot of heat. It
1: does put out some heat. It does. It's nice and cool in here tonight. Mm-hmm. And you know, you got the. I was almost hoping to have some chick wow wow going on in the background when I walked in. It put, it's putting <laughs> off that kind of vibe. Huh? It is putting off that vibe, man. <laughs> like you know, at least you know, like a scented candle or something. Like maybe a beard oil hey, over. jar open. <laughs> Oh, let's let's put the vibe out.
2: Oh, yeah, we go. uh, here's the Monson ad. Yeah, we're going with the phoenix. We're just gonna, we're
1: gonna put the vibe out. Yeah. Okay. See now I have the ambient lighting and, and the aroma. Yeah. Dude, all I need is a, a, a dinner and I'm ready to roll. I, I mean I don't even need any lube. Whoa.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean that's there used to be a warning on that door. You nice. Know,
1: well, didn't you tell? There was a story you were telling me.
2: Oh Lord, I don't yeah. know. You don't
1: know if, it, if it it's uh, porch talk approved. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, there's some things that are not not porch talk approved. <laughs> stepped off we gotta get get back on yeah gotta get back on track gotta get back on track anyway yeah speaking of the black light thing do you remember when they were popular and everybody had one in their room just in that one poster with the mushroom you know said eat me what about a lava lamp lava lamp too yeah i remember those that was, like, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, everybody had to have the lava. And, well, you know, it originated in, what, the 60s, 70s mm-hmm. or something yeah, like it that? That was, like, that groovy thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then it came back around in the 90s. I think it was because of that 70s show. Probably. You know, they were sitting around the table having their session, and the lava lamp would always be around, like, waving when they, you know. I was stage. into that
2: show, man. Like I loved it. Then and now.
1: I, that's my always my go-to if I'm, like, Out of shows, and I need something to watch just Mm -hmm. to pass some time. I'll just find a season of that 70s show and just watch until I have to leave.
2: I I got three like that. All right. Now, you know, TV has changed quite a bit, but you know, The Office.
1: Yeah, see, I never got into it. Is that awkward comedy?
2: Yeah, sure. Here's my argument Number two is Seinfeld. I dig that now. It is the only TV show with a laugh track. That is funny without the laugh track. Yeah. Have you like just if you haven't look up look up Seinfeld without laugh track. It is still funny. Okay. If you like, what is that show? The Big Bang Theory.
1: Yeah. You take the laugh track off of that, unfunny. Dude, it's cringy. It's like, well, it's super awkward. Like almost, it's worse than The Office.
2: Yeah. And then, but the same with Friends. Friends was awkward too, yeah. Friends
1: won't like friends is not funny without a laugh track. Yeah, cuz the the jokes it was like that time it was like you had to be in the situation and if you weren't in the situation, you wouldn't know when to laugh. It's like you had to be there moment. They were showing all these you had to be there moments on TV and you weren't there. So they had to put in something to make it seem like you were there. Mhm. You know.
2: You know it's the thing about a laugh track to me is like, the, and that 70s show does it sometimes, is the beginning of a scene is started like, you know, let's just say that Eric is just sitting down in the basement and the scene opens, it pans over, laugh track. and It's, it's like, like ha, dude, ha, what? What?
1: Ha, is this, what the fuck? He's, is si- <laughs> he's just sitting there, man. <laughs> he, he, What's I'll, he doing? <laughs> what are we missing? Yeah, what a did y'all do something before we... Yeah. Did is that, there something we missed? Did, what What happened? Did something happen on the commercial break? Yeah. What did we miss? Did y'all do something? <laughs> but yeah, man, but, I don't know.
2: Yeah, that 70s show is definitely... I dig it, yeah. Yeah. I'm with that show.
1: So what were... All right, what's your last one? That your is last? those threes.
2: It those would be three. The Office, um, Seinfeld, Seinfeld, or... Seinfeld, uh, and that 70s show. That 70s show.
1: I guess my three would be that 70s show, Criminal Minds... And uh, hmm.
2: were you bef- were you into Criminal Minds before dating or being married?
1: No, no hmm. I was not. I was not into it at all. Yeah, I, I, dude, I don't. I don't watch those, you know. Yeah. Dramas.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. I guess, or you know, just the uh, that true crime, like. There's podcasts like dedicated just to that, yeah. They're and cool. And the, the following, yeah. You know,
1: if you look at the statistics, it's like predominantly female. My wife loves true crime podcasts. I mean, I know
2: a lot of girls that just you know they love them. You know, yeah. love true crime shows. Um Yeah, that kind of thing bothers me a little
1: bit. Me too. Um, i you know, especially when she's Constantly watching those husband killers. <laughs> That fucks with me a little bit. And then uh, she's always like watching How to Get Away. We watched How to Get Away with Murder like twice. And I'm like, this scary. You're scaring me now. Why are you being so scary? Yeah. I why don't s- you not cook my food? That's why I cooked for her so long, dude. Because I was afraid she might be trying to poison me. <laughs> Confessions. Dun, 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 Maybe we could get the true crime category. What up, ladies? Hey, I got a story from Porch Talk.
2: Y'all remember Big John? Yeah. Well, they moved to Memphis and we never saw him again. Whoa.
1: <laughs> That's a real fear. You know, if I was still drinking and hood walking and, you know, going through all the stuff like I was doing, going through the sketchy sides of town.
2: You know, like, the most fast... And I, I walked with you on a couple of those nights. Yeah, uh, yeah. Where you were street walking. Um... But like Columbus to me is like nothing compared to some places that I've been.
1: I don't know, man. Walking around some streets in Columbus at like two in the morning is pretty sketchy. Yeah. But not like not like walking the street and not like it was when I walked the streets in New Orleans. Yeah.
2: That's and that's the story that always sticks with me. Like I remember that story. Uh dude, I think uh when you went down there, we were uh we hadn't been doing this long. No, nah, yeah, we think had we had just started. just started hanging out. Yeah. You had a trip down there, and then I just saw you post that video of just like randomly at what like two or three in the morning. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, "How did that?" Yeah,
1: dude, that was a random ass night, man. I drank some absinthe. I'll dr- do it. Drink a whole lot of alcohol, and it was it was on. Have you ever?
2: Maybe I didn't drink enough of it. I've I've had it twice, but I didn't really hallucinate. It
1: depends on if you get the <coughs> absinthe with real wormwood or not. If it's got the synthetic wormwood, I don't know how long you'd have how much of it you'd have to drink to hallucinate, but now the real stuff that you have to ask for specifically, it's like two shots and you're in there. Hmm. But, like, the synthetic stuff just gets you really drunk, it seems like.
2: Yeah, I think that's the only kind of experience I've ever had on it, to be honest.
1: I don't know what all happened to me that night. I was drunk enough to get kicked out of a bar in New Orleans. I think that takes a special level. Yeah, I was fucked up enough to get kicked out of a bar in New Orleans. Yeah. In the French Quarter.
2: Yeah, you uh, must have been doing something, right?
1: And then me and this homeless guy went and ate breakfast.
2: There you go. Yeah. That's that's
1: how it started and how it ended, and everything in between was just a blur? Yeah, it was just wild, dude. Yeah. Just walking. I walked 17 and a half miles that night. Wow. Yeah. We had, uh, it was
2: my senior trip. We were staying (laughs) at the Sand Popper Beacon in Panama City, and um, this was not a, a dangerous experience, but... Um, man, uh, Andrew, he was down there with Jessica. We graduated together, and I don't know why he was so worried, or he spent so much of his time. But like, I would disappear. Yeah, yeah. and then like it's kind of a resort, so like everybody's kind of there. It had its own bar, it had everything. Nice beach. It's kind of outside yeah. of town a little bit. So ever- you're looking for. So every yeah. So everybody there was there they weren't you know hanging out at uh club la villa or yeah going you know, out they right we were there yeah so it didn't take long to get to know a lot of people because you were it was just yeah. one big party yeah and uh you know how parties go too you know? yeah and i had disappeared and like andrew just starts just like walking the beach he'd be like hey, y'all see now and just like immediately knew who i was yeah uh he was just here earlier he went he went that way he went yeah he went up to the room yeah he'd go to the room just people hanging out Y'all see now? Yeah, he left. He went upstairs. Yeah, you know it was an endless cycle of like bouncing Where, around. Yeah, you know, no. and he's like, "I never did find you." <laughs> and then Sid found me later. I was passed out in a bathroom. Nice. I had fell backwards into a, a tub. Yeah, knocked me unconscious.
1: When uh, they tried to find me for dinner after the uh, concert, they went to. They had to put in my info and find my iPhone and guide me to them. Huh. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's how... This was at nine. I was out until the sun was up. (laughs) No idea where you were. No fucking clue, man. So lucky I, I'm so lucky I didn't die. I ate the little Debbie cakes with the homeless men in the square when everybody else leaves. Yeah. You're just living life, huh? Dude, I was just out there. They had the, the raisin cream with the red little jelly in it. I don't know what they're called. They got the white cream with the red center. I don't know. I see them at Walmart all the time. i, I tell you something I've been thinking about. I was uh, I was listening to it
2: today, and I think like the point of like I want to say this for like moving into it is uh, I guess they shared with you. They offered some of their. Oh hell yeah! Ain't that some that's nuts,
1: dude? That's that might have literally been all they had. Changed my perspective that day, that night changed my perspective. Mm-hmm. Cause you know I thought they were all just lazy. Some of them are. Some of them are just you, but they'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just lazy. I ain't trying to do nothing but get drugs. Mm-hmm. Hang out. I can go home,
2: but I don't want to. Some and then some don't have that option. And
1: then some don't have that option. Yeah. And like when I fell down down on a uh, late punch train, the still got the scars from, the homeless guys gave me uh band aids, alcohol wipes, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. They were taking care of me, dude. The homeless community in New Orleans took care of me that night. Mm -hmm. Big time. Yeah,
2: man. I've been thinking about this, you know, with, uh... This is not a political thing. It's just something that, like, I've... I've been listening to a few podcasts, and they've been covering it, and I've heard a lot of different views. And, like, I think, like, this one is, uh... This is this is a pretty good take, um, and if if you don't agree with it, I'd, I'd like to know uh, what your thoughts are. Uh, that's for you listening as well. You can uh, you can contact me on social media. We're on all the big all ones. of them, yeah. And um, you can go to the contact page on the website. But um, I don't think like police brutality, like. We need police reform on seven different levels, several different levels. Um, But 60% of the population is white in America, right? Mm -hmm. 50% of the people killed by police are white. Mm. All right. 20% of the population is Latino. 20% of the Latino population are you know that's twenty percent of the uh, people killed by cops is Latino, so that is like dead even purport, proportionate. Twenty percent, twenty percent. Now this is where it gets out of control. But then listen to the second part: eleven percent of the population is black, okay? But twenty two, twenty three percent is killed by police. Like that's that's of the of the breakdown of like. If you look at all the people for a year that was killed by a police officer... Yeah. You know, it would be 50% white, 20% Latino, 11% black. Or no, 22% black. Yeah. Yeah, that adds up. So, yeah.
1: Close enough. Nance Arms.
2: Now, think about this. I don't think so much of it as being a race issue... As it being a class issue,
1: I would I, say class I, more I, of a race than anything.
2: I think it's poverty. I, I and, like, and think about it, man. Like, I don't, I don't really know your background or how you grew up, but like when we were partying in this house, yeah. we were getting rowdy. Yeah, the folks who hang out here kind of came from the same economic background. Mm-hmm. These weren't exactly the cool kids, mm-hmm. you know. And when we would get rowdy, you know, the cool, popular kids are down the street uh, having a party. My house gets raided.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So, like, I always, like, when I think, I always think class, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's not a race thing. It's a class thing. So, it's a war on the impoverished. Impoverished.
2: And like I don't you know, uh Micaiah, um that happened in Columbus, Ohio, and you George Floyd and Chauvin trial is, you know, and he's guilty and yeah like that's all that. I, I hate that all these things continue to happen. And like it's it's not right. But I was like, we can't just automatically just throw up a race card Every time you, you can't You can't just automatically assume. And I couldn't imagine, like, being a police officer right now.
1: God, especially with what they get paid. You know, a lot of them are looking at less than $20 an hour to have to worry about getting shot. There's more police killed than they kill. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, when you really look at it, there's more police officers killed than are killed by police. I mean, and I'm not anywhere close to a, you know, I mean, I'm pretty law abiding, but I'm not a, you know, a blue lives matter person. Yeah. I'm going to leave me alone. I'll leave you alone kind of guy.
2: Same thing, man. Just, yeah. I just want to be left alone. And
1: I don't know. I think, I think a lot of it is every dude, there's this young generation of people like our age, even our age and blow a lot of them are scared dude scared scared to live life scared like even even in you know situations to where they're trained to deal with this stuff Mm -hmm. it's fear and they it's always the first resort is to shoot Like in the situation that happened with me. Instead of me and that dude fighting, he went to shoot. Mm. You know, because it's just something, man. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I think we may have lost our balls somewhere. As a society. I don't know. You know, like in Friday, the man's like... Craig, why you got the gun? Put a gun the, put the gun down, Craig. When I was your age we used these. We used our fist and you fight and you live. You live to fight another day. You know, that's the most it's the best best shit ever said in any movie ever.
2: I agree with that when it comes to mono y mono. Yeah. But when I was married, I was I I'd never been so pro gun. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine having a child. Oh, man. Because, like, number one priority for me is their safety. First, yeah. And now, you know, I'm single now, so, like, I'm kind of I'm more lax. Like, I, I believe it's an inalienable right that was given to us by the Constitution that we should be able to have arms. But it is a defensive weapon. It's
1: to protect us from the government if we ever need it.
2: Yeah, and it's also for your own protection. But, like, if you have a – man, you get into the problem. I, I hope we can use words, but if it escalates to fist. Yeah. Yeah, that should be as far as it goes. It, it shouldn't resort to a knife or a or a gun. Absolutely. But, yeah. I mean, but – like that's where these kids. But once go. again, like when I was married, if if you mess with mine, but uh, I ain't playing any kind of game with you. you
1: yeah, and that, that's why Brianna's like freaking out because I'm talking about I need to get a 380 to like carry when we go out, and she's like, "Why do you need a pistol?" I'm like, "Why do I not?" I'm like, "I don't want to carry my nine every day, or when we go out. I just want to have a little small pistol." Mm-hmm. To take care of what I need, if we need it, ever.
2: That's right. Not to wave around.
1: Yeah, not to wave around. To be irresponsible. Woo, I just wanna have it for the instance that we may need it. Mm -hmm. You know. No, look at my gun, motherfucker. You know, none of this sidearm held out (laughs) in the gas station, two pistols on my side, you know, none of that stuff. Yeah. Just wanna I wanna have my pistol on me just in case because i have I have been shot before, so I have a little more fear than normal people, yeah <laughs> so that's you know I know Memphis isn't any worse than Columbus, it's all depending on where you are and what kind of atmosphere you put yourself in that's that's how you get into a bad situation it's no situation if you're if you're doing the things that you need to do, minding your own business, you're not going to get into much. You know, keep your keep, keep, in the crowd, don't get off by yourself in the wrong area, and you'll be fine. Yeah. But now, if you get off by yourself in the wrong area, you're just asking for it just like you are anywhere.
2: Mm-hmm. Man, that's... Um... Especially like at night, and the places that we lived in while we were living down in Mobile, I didn't really have any kind of fear. Um, it was fairly safe. I was in um, two different apartment complexes, and I moved out to Grand Bay because I, uh, you know, I just city just ain't for me. Yeah, you know, I don't mind being around or close in proximity to a city, but uh, hell, I like it, I like the country.
1: See, I'm I'm the opposite of that. I'm Are a city you? guy. Oh yeah.
2: But like it's 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 two different things for me is uh there's Street Smart in the city. Yeah. And then there's like Street Smart in the country. Yeah. And it's weird to me especially at night, I can almost like feel my brain like click to another level. Yeah. It's just like all right, um, game on, you know. Yeah. Uh, Somebody's
1: the, coming around here, they're looking for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you get when you live out here. Yeah. Somebody coming down the driveway—I either know they're coming, or they shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Or it's, even, you know, man, it's easy to get caught with your pants down. Like in in the country, like it could be as simple as stepping out in your backyard. It's like there could be a poisonous snake. You ain't ready. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You always, you got to be on your toes.
1: See, man.
2: You're getting yeah. up underneath your house. You know, tell telling what might be in there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Really, though. Especially, man, around here, with as damp as some of the under these houses are. Cotton Cottonmouths love that. hmm Yeah,
2: you just, I don't know. And especially you get to having, like, uh animals like chickens and things like yeah. that. You start... Uh, attracting predators. Yeah.
1: If you got something they want, they'll come around. But i tell you what, like a
2: hawk, a hawk will surprise you.
1: Hawk? Will, you know that little dog? I've seen have?
2: a, I've seen a hawk, like, scoop up a full-grown house cat.
1: Yeah, like Bama?
2: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. that yeah. be
1: gone ass. Yeah, he's
2: a little, uh, he's yeah, a little. be uh,
1: gone. If a hawk was hungry. Yeah. Because they'll pick up a rabbit, a 10-pound rabbit in a heartbeat.
2: Yep. And he's a little Jack Russell terrier. For y'all wondering about Bama, uh, he's been. Ref- I think everybody has like a different name for him. I, I have three or four. He just kind of goes with the flow. Yeah, I call him Little Raptor sometimes. Yeah, yeah, he's quick. He is quick. I will give him that. All right, now we have swapped over to dogs. We will not be going off the of deep end. We're going to talk. We're going to share our our favorite dog stories.
1: Dude. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> I can do it, man. I've had a bunch of dogs.
3: One, two, three, four. Some coming up on the horizon. Driving on. Yeah.
1: Have you? I have. I I was a dog person for a very long time. And then I got a cat. Dude. It's all the best parts of the dog. And none of the, hey, 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 (laughs) hey, 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 hey. Check me out, check me out, check me out, pet me, pet me. (laughs) You know, it's none of that. You have to go find the cat. To pet the cat, usually. Yeah, the, the cat doesn't care. Yeah, the cat does not care. Hey, oh, yo, you're home? Cool. Hey, put some food in that bowl. Put some food in that bowl in there. I mean, I'm pissing your shoe.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I, I don't mind cats. Um, not opposed to a cat. Uh, I wouldn't mind a dog-cat combo, but I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't be. Have you
1: seen those hybrid cats that are, like, huge, like the Savannah hybrids and stuff? I've seen that. Look, no, I ain't about that. I don't.
2: That's the thing. That, like, there's a limit. It's because <laughs> I'm going to tell you this is a uh, bobcat's a uh, little. Uh, a big cat is a big problem in my eyes. <laughs> like, you want to talk about, like, stupid fear? Uh, getting pam- pummeled by a damn uh, cat? Uh, I don't want no part of that.
1: Think about it, though. Think about it. you just had this huge like like cat that you like feed fillet mignons. Like little the little eight ounce fillets.
2: I'm telling you, man, like uh I don't do a lot of research when I when I go to foreign countries if I ain't never been. Yeah. Like uh usually I'll have somebody on the trip that I know that'll inform me on all that. Yeah. You know the only thing that I look up? The only thing
1: cat predators.
2: Yes. <laughs> it's like is there a jaguar? Yeah. I don't I, I don't want to see one. <laughs> what
1: about big panthers? Yeah.
2: Hey, you think about that, man. I I hear these horror stories, man. And you know how like crazy these big cats can sound, you know, like some will say that it sounds like a a woman getting raped, you know. Hell
1: yeah, dude, it sounds like a lady screaming.
2: Freak you out, you know. And uh could you imagine just being up in your deer stand and you kind of look and there's just a cat looking right back at you in the eye. Same tree.
1: Oh no, no, <laughs> I ain't thinking about that. That's scary. Cause now they're learning from you to get up in the tree and let the food come to them, and then come down on them.
2: Uh, so yeah, that's so. That's my take on big cats. Uh, irrational fears, phobia, if you will. Big cats, spiders. Spiders is yours.
1: Yeah. That's my worst fear. I hate them. I hate them a thousand million times. I
2: hate the feeling of walking through a web.
1: See that, I, I can't do that. I'll, I'll have a, I'll have s- some sort of fit. Like I scream like a girl. Mm. And I, I whine, whimper. I, I like to call it a whimper. I got one of them. Yeah, I got one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of them. <laughs> yeah. And, um, the, uh, Yeah, spiders, man, freaked me the fuck out because, like, brown recluses rot the skin.
2: My cousin got bit by one, like, on on his waistline. Dude, it rotted out a hole about the size of a half a dollar.
1: Yeah, ruins tattoo space. It won't take ink most of the time. That's why I don't like them. And then Black Widows.
2: I see them all the time.
1: Yeah, they're they're not as dangerous as I was made to believe. Especially
2: when kid. you're grown. Yeah. When you're a kid, it's. Yeah, yeah, they, they are kind of dangerous. They are very dangerous. But like when you get older, you can. Yeah. I see them all the time when I you check a water meter box. You yeah. flip the lid open. Boom! There's one. I I would have started a thread of just how many I see
1: a day. I'd start dude, taking pictures of them. Dude, take pictures of them. I want to see it. Sometimes they, I like to see sometimes them. Sometimes big would get big. Yeah. No. I like ass. to see them. Yeah. No, I like to see them. I I like to think of it as a know-your-enemy type situation. So one of my favorite movies is Arachnophobia.
2: Really? I I can't... Dude, I used to be like Petrified of Spiders until like... I just started getting around... I saw uh, a tarantula in real life one time. It it wasn't like somebody's pet. It was like a wild one. Oh, it was a wild one. Yeah. Okay. And um, I thought I was like a soul left body. Yeah. And... um. And I, there was a couple guys with me. We were just kind of walking up trail. I don't remember what country we was in.
1: <laughs> Somewhere where there's tarantulas. Yeah,
2: and just one, just boom on the trail, and uh, your boy hit. Do his, they have webs. Hit his high note. <laughs> uh, do they have webs? I think they like burrow.
1: They like make tunnels.
2: Yeah, and they can like come out at you. No, nah,
1: hell no, not jumpy spiders like, yeah, ha, snapping at you and stuff.
2: What about those video, those asshole videos? Like, I don't, I don't never share that. Like, I'll, I like sharing those like horrible food ideas, like yeah. with a girl making sherbert out of her toilet. Yeah. Like, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. To me,
1: I was like, it's <laughs> someone who takes the time to watch that is like, yeah, this is pretty effed up. Yeah. No, I was like that. I was like, man, that's wild. But I don't like those jump scare videos. You know, where like the dude's
2: like slowly opening something up, and then like a big old spider like hops on the screen.
1: Yeah, how
2: like about that. piss on myself? Yeah, I'll jump. You get to watching those sport videos to where, um, you know, it's like, a, let's just say you're standing just a little bit behind the pitcher, or maybe the pitcher has like a, a hat cam on. Yeah, yeah. And the batter hits the shot right back at the camera. Man, that nothing. kind of thing will make me like jump back in my seat.
1: Oh yeah, all that stuff. I don't like it. It 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 jump like the jumpy like mm-mm. no, cause like I don't know it fucks with my eyes real bad and even on TV. You know, I used to run the camera behind home plates on when I ran camera mm-hmm. for that sports channel, and I would. I would flinch every time they threw or the they would hit the ball, and sometimes it would even go into my hands. <laughs> what
2: the hell is this camera guy doing?
1: Yeah, fucking freaking out, man.
2: That's what I do. <laughs> man, I just I, I called a couple games behind the plate. I hated doing that. I'd way rather be out in the field.
1: Oh yeah, because you're you're like it because nobody. You have to admit when you get everybody gets startled. Nobody's like, nothing startled. That is a lie. The worst
2: part is not a wild pitch, right? No. You know, and you get the little, little face helmet, or whatever. Yeah. But like, the worst part is like sometimes you don't even have enough time to react, and I'm talking about those foul balls.
1: Oh, that come straight back. That
2: come straight back, and they'll just like beam you like right, right in the face. Yeah. But. Like, like in the on, face shield on the face shield but like it, it you after that happens a few times you're kind of like yeah here's what it is yeah you kind of like with the spider thing is like after that like i thought like the day i see a tarantula so leaves body and it did but it came back yeah so uh like i'm kind of over the spider thing now plus i see them all the
1: time now i don't know what it would take for me to get over my phobia of spiders because I, I see spiders all the time, but I'm you, still uh, just as scared of every one of them. You think you could eat one? Hell no. Uh-uh. I don't know if I could. Nope. I don't even want to look at one that's big enough for me to eat. We, we you know, apparently we eat like seven a year anyway. Mm. I, just like to,
2: I just like to think about them like just in my ears. Just whatever they're doing, crawling down in my brain. Dude, No. Oh, yeah. That's the good stuff. Cause
1: did I, have I ever told you about the time when I was laying in the bed and I had seen one of those brown wolf spiders that jumps? Those are little assholes. Too. They're aggressive. They'll bite the shit out of you. And you know... You know, like that... I've been bit... You know, they're not poisonous. Yeah, it, it just hurts when they bite you. But yeah, they got a bite. Yeah. They do hurt. And I was like, laying sure. in the bed, I had saw them over like by where i had my dirty clothes basket like my laundry basket ah. and it was jumping over there so i get in the bed and my bed my side of the bed was over by the laundry basket and i felt something like crawling up this is before i had this you know the beard mm-hmm. and uh i felt something like crawling up my face And I sat straight up in the bed and started smacking my face down into the bed. (laughs) Just like the side of my face, Mm -hmm. because I thought that it was that spider that I had seen had gotten up in the bed and was crawling up my face. Mm. Dude, it's it's petrifying. I think I may need to get hypnotized about it. Do you hold any weight with that? Do Do you think that holds any weight?
2: I don't know. Um... Man, last time that uh, I went on Man Up podcast uh, with Jake Reeves and uh, Tyler and Wes, uh, I brought up two things that uh, is kind of, like, kind of not believed in. Yeah. I I actually still got to go. But uh, the first one is uh, Reiki. You familiar with that?
1: Mm, I think you told me a little about it before.
2: Yeah. So, you know, that's you got these uh, you know what I'm not going to butcher this I'm going to look it up
1: so kids today on Sesame
4: Street mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I had uh, I did one of the trials like it's for skeptics to do it's like a 30 minute session yeah of the the Reiki Master like just going through the uh here here's the definition of it. It's a uh, it's Japanese. It's a healing technique based on the principle that the therapist can channel energy into the patient by means of touch to activate the natural healing processes of the patient's body and restore physical and emotional well being. And um it's called energy healing uh the practitioners use a technique called palm healing or hands-on healing through which a uh quote uh universal energy unquote is said to be transferred through the palm of the practitioner to the patient in order to encourage uh healing um,
1: oh, so it's kind of like laying hands
2: yeah uh but like sometimes uh They'll, their hands would be like just hovering right above, yeah, know, just your the body. energy, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it starts at the top of your head and it moves all the way down to your feet. And by the time they get down to the feet, it feels like energy is just pouring out of your feet like a waterfall.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
2: And so, is it real? Like, I was a skeptic, and I mean, I I felt something, you know, and like um, my vibe or however you want to put it, it was different i was I was in a better mood for sure, so maybe the emotional thing of it maybe maybe it's placebo
1: it it could have been a placebo this is the
2: it. other thing it's the whale frequency um in the startville it used to be the only one in the United States. This was started in Norway it was discovered that there is a uh, frequency that uh heals uh just as there's a frequency that'll make you shit your pants, yeah, the brown note mm. <laughs> <laughs> Elegantly put. But uh, you get in this room that is to that frequency. You sit down, you get comfortable, and they bring you um, a glass of water that has been um, <laughs> I don't know, it, like atomized to that frequency, I guess would be the best way. is like they electrically charge that water with the Frequency, not to shock you, but it's like you're literally putting that frequency in your body, and then like you're in a room surrounded by it. And so they say it would be the equivalent of like maybe like it cures headaches. Like if you're one that gets migraines, like
1: if you do this therapy enough, you'll stop getting migraines. Probably the probably just the frequency alone though would do that. Like being in a room, not even in a room engulfed with it, just like some headphones. Yeah. Going into your ears. I think that would be all it would really take because fr- frequency about what, what
2: do you think about the water, though, being tuned to a frequency and then you ingest it? BS? Yeah. It's, yeah, no. I'm going to go try it. Try it. Yeah. And, and and one day after work. Know, one me. day after work and just, and then I want to have the guy on that runs it, you know, and I'll be like, you know, after, after I've done it, I was like, all right, I'm calling bullshit. Let's.
1: Like, well, the frequency will work, 100%. Or,
2: or, you know, okay, this worked. Here's a testimony, you know, let's talk about it. Either way it goes. And maybe it don't happen. Like, I might have to go two or three times. I don't know.
1: Well, you just got to go in believing that it might work. It
2: you ever been to a fortune teller?
1: Yeah. Have you? Yeah, in New Orleans. Did you take
2: it seriously or as a joke? Or
1: it You know, it was the same. Oh, you'll have successful life and be business owner. Mm. You know that thing. How's that going? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not having any You know, I, I, I
2: like it like you know on the movies and I, I've never been, but I imagine it would be like you could say it's just like horoscopes, right? Yeah. It's, not, it's funny to me that people get obsessed with what those say, but um it's the same with like a fortune teller, right? It's like you you something so broad. <laughs> yeah. About today is be like, well, a good thing is coming your way today. Be like I'm sure a bad thing
1: is, too, you yeah, know. I'm sure some bad stuff's coming, too, man. Yeah. Uh, so, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong, but you're not all the way right, either. Or
2: you might say, love is in the air today. Dude, it's, in, it's literally in the air every day. It's just
1: not, it might not be your air. Yeah, it might not be the air you're breathing. Yeah. You might be invading somebody else's airspace. Which, I don't know. I mean, you can kind of hold a little weight with the horse horoscope stuff but it's not something to base your life on you know if you, if you read oh your horoscope says today is going to be terrible and you could die well if you read that and if you were to happen to read that out loud you've manifested that now mm-hmm. and you could potentially die cuz you put that that out in the atmosphere words yeah. have power words. words have a lot of power
2: yeah, yeah, I think like those words you say to yourself in your head carry the most weight. Yeah, yeah. Damn loser.
1: Yeah, all that. God, today's going to be terrible. My horoscope said today's going to be terrible.
2: Yeah, well, odds are it's going to be terrible. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a terrible day. It's all day. about the mindset, man. Like, that's I'm, right. I try to do the positive
1: side positive.
2: of it. Positive. It's going to be
1: great no matter what.
2: That's why I like vision boards, man. Yeah, that's cool. Man. Is um, You know, to actually take a picture... Like, okay, this is what I want. Have a visible image of it. And if you don't exactly know what that looks like, you know, just maybe just write it out at that point to you. Because a vision will define itself as you go. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's important to lay out what you want in life and then to actively be pursuing it.
1: Well, the only way you're going to get it is to pursue it. Yeah. It's not, even if your horoscope says you're going to come into a Fortune 500 company job today. All right, cool. Will I get it? Who knows? It, it's still part on you. I mean, it's everything is. There's always every everything that you do, everything that you hear, you may do. There's always a part of it that's left on you. I would say about ninety nine percent. I'm gonna say about ninety nine percent of it is left on you. You know, because you have to make the decision to go to that Fortune five hundred company. Mm-hmm you know you have to do all the things to make the horoscope come true and so really it's just fucking uh what do they call it manipulation newspaper been manipulating people for years man
2: mm. you know i actually uh <laughs> i hate that nobody really reads uh like a newspaper anymore
1: i know dude it's it hurts especially Cause I like need newspaper especially right like now.
2: your your local newspaper. Oh, Mama Now still get
1: to Pickens County, oh yeah, you're in Lamar County. I mean
2: old. like local local report lo, can talk. Local reporting and local journalism is pretty good. We had part. a
1: local sports reporter here for a long time with the Pickens County Herald mm-hmm. was great. He I think he sold some articles to ESPN. Mhm. So, I mean, like, I don't really like it
2: because I I do believe, like, you know, mainstream media, I mean, you can look at their numbers, they're tanking. Um, And I'm hoping, like, for it to go quickly. I I don't, because that's not really news to me. Like, that's all op-eds and, like, telling you how to think, kind of propaganda.
1: Well, you know, I saw something else talking about, you know, people watching the news and, how people ingest the news and all that kind of stuff. Um, I need to get that. Yeah, I need to fix that. You want to
2: hold that thought real quick and take a quick break? Yeah.
4: tired eyes, I brought all my favorite records, I've heard them all a hundred times. Up ahead the there's a truck stop, it feels like some cosmic apology. You wake up and ask why we're stopping, I said just going back to sleep. I just need to get out. For a little while, Cause people always talking with no guard for what they say, as if someone comes to silence. Finale with explosions and gale force winds. Life's just burning my tired eyes. I guess everybody gets their way. Sure, I could use.